So good, Sam. I have a lot of facts about it. I just kind of want to jump into it. So my first question is, what do you think the chances are of a One Tree Hill reunion? Well, I know that Hillary Burton is pretty busy doing her own show, and I think Chad Michael Murray's on Riverdale, so I don't know. But well, he's like the only one without from the main characters of One Tree Hill who hasn't gotten his own program, him and his brother. Well, Sophia Bush, who is the star of this show, she was also on One Tree Hill, says that she is open to doing it. Chad Michael Murray, like you just mentioned, about three weeks ago during an E! interview, teased a One Tree Hill reunion saying, I can't imagine that it won't at some point happen. And James Lafferty said, who that's a, uh, that's the... James Lafferty? Yeah, James Lafferty. He said in a 2018 interview that not much uh, time has passed since the show ended. He kind of feel like a little more time should pass before a reunion happens. But he added, like in high school, you don't have a reunion until 10 years out. And the show ended in 2012. I so, thought it ended in 2013, so it is 10 years. And people are still talking about it, so it may, it might very well happen. I mean, this is kind of like a Grey's Anatomy introduction, so that like the hospital is just as big as the Grey's Anatomy hospital, which is the first thing that you notice. I, I, yeah, people have said that's not like Grey's Anatomy, though. People have actually said it's a cross between like This Is Us and Succession. I don't see that. I don't see the Succession part of it yet. The thing about Grey's Anatomy is it was sort of like This Is Us. They they had those elements of every single character who had like a deep drama about them and it stopped being about the hospital work and it started becoming more about like their personal lives and the relationships, right? Yeah, and that's what people don't really like is when hospital shows start off as being medical centric, like ER and then like drift away and become all about the characters. Has there ever been a show that is just purely hospital based and like doesn't drift off into kind of what you're talking about the like no man's land of just pure out relationships or does it always seem to go that way like with scrubs or something like that? Lennox Hill because it's a documentary. <laughs> it's a hospital. documentary yeah. But there's also a different connection that I made to Lennox Hill in this episode but mostly these shows are primetime shows so they're supposed to have that sort of emotional tie to them and I get that. The Good Doctor is is the other version of what right. I think this show is trying to be, which is called Good Sam. I don't know why they're calling it Good Sam, though, other than just to make that connection. I mean, I don't think that has anything to do with it's, Good That's doctor. my point. Yeah. I just feel like I need to talk about this pilot. Okay. Yeah, get into it. So you have Sylvia Bush, and she's playing Dr. Sam. And right off the bat, we get an exposition dump. Basically, the entire episode is an exposition dump. These are the things I learned about her. She had heart surgery when she was a kid. She went fishing every summer with her dad on Crystal Lake. She is a supervisor of residents. She's already a doctor, um, fairly high up. She's not afraid to second-guess authority, and she's not afraid to chase patients down a hall and tell them that they're making a stupid mistake and convince them back into the operating room, which is a strange way of starting your show, but that's, that's the way it is. She's with this resident at the beginning of the show named Caleb, but about halfway through, they do a time jump, and she breaks up with that person in that time period. So what was the Actually, point of showing he, that relationship? Well, then? that's going to be an on-again, off-again thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we also have Dr. Rob Griffith, who's played by... Jason Isaacs. Worst Dad of the Year award because of his, his past. <laughs> he's got Lucius Malfoy, Captain Hook. He's always... He's the OA villain. He's, he's So is he the villain in this as well? Sort of. Yeah, he plays Dr. Rob Griffith, a cardiothoracic surgeon, also the chief of medicine, cocky, immature. He's a complete duplicate of House and Dr. Cox as far as his ego is concerned because he's so good at his job. Yeah, that's what they... And it's just cavalierness to it. That's how they pitched it. That's how they yeah, cast it. Yeah. And it's a, it's a little on the nose because like he is just doing that role. 
It could literally be House at certain points. But he, they also gave him more responsibility than House. House was never considered to be the chief of medicine. He could never run a hospital. But this guy, I guess, has a little bit more work ethic and a little bit more obsessed with his job, whereas House was kind of like trying to deflect from the pain in his leg and was just a super smart guy who liked to be an asshole. This guy is like has a problem. Well, it's strange because I was I read the Hollywood Reporter's review. They said that if like Hugh Laurie, for some reason, if they were to ever redo House and Hugh Laurie couldn't do it, Jason Isaacs would be like the perfect number two. Would you agree? Yeah, he's a, he's like a good that? actor and I enjoy seeing his presence on the screen. That's why after five minutes when he gets shot in the back and dies... It's kind of a shocker. He dies. Yeah, well, that's what you're led to believe. Okay. <laughs> so that's when you see Sophia Bush, Dr. Sam, she shouts out, Dad! And that's when you're first supposed to realize. That's the first twist of the show. She's been under him the entire time, and she, oh, they've kind so of been arguing. Okay. And then he gets shot, and that's when you realize their connection. Then the six-month-later thing happens, and now Dr. Sam is being elevated to chief of medicine. Now, she's... I know, like, almost 40, but that is still really young to be taking care of such a big hospital. Like, this is this is an elite... It's not Sacred Heart from Scrubs. This is a ginormous Grey's Anatomy-sized hospital. But isn't that kind of the point? Like, isn't that what they're trying to say? Like, almost nepotism. They even bring it up later on that she would get it after her dad. Like, she was just the next logical choice. It's kind of a surprise, especially since we only see her her guiding six residents. And it's like, the the hospital has to have hundreds of doctors. And yet, we only ever really see these six... Um, That could just be the pilot, though, or COVID-related. So six months pass, and she's the interim chief, and now she's accepting the chief job, right? And so she has to do this whole presentation where she goes up in front of the donors and thanks them for commemorating her as this new position. She's She's also a little bit like House, because they, they try to show the relationship. Like, for instance, she plays the piano which House did in his show. And she also makes little finger movements, like she does air guitar, but like with her fingers when she's nervous. But why, she, she also says that she started playing the piano because she knew it would make her uh, fingers more agile for surgery when she was older, which is just, I think, a little bit too much character development to like throw in there as a writer. It's like, oh, this would be so cool if we just showed that she was thinking about when said, she was a kid. I know you but... said this is an exposition dump, but do they ever actually perform any surgeries aside yes. from like a montage? Well, yeah, because she's also like, they, they're all surgical residents, which is strange to me because throughout this episode, it's a case by week thing. And what, there's one patient, his name is uh, Julio, and he's he comes along six months later and so right at the night that she's going to accept her new position as chief then she's told that her dad is waking up so that's when we realize okay he's still alive but earlier they had said something like this is exactly what your dad would have wanted so they definitely wanted to push in the idea that they had just killed off jason isaac and then he was a one-off <laughs> the character five minutes, yeah. which I, if you've seen the um ads for the show you probably knew it wasn't true like they probably promoted the hell right, out of yeah. it yeah so she goes in there, and maybe that's where they're comparing it to Succession. Because Logan, when he first woke up from his coma, he was, like, kind of out of it. This guy's not. He's like, how soon? And they're like, how or how long? And he's, they're like, how long have you been out? And he's like, no, how long until I can get back to work? So he's, like, just uh, yeah, right Yeah, and he's upset it. that his daughter is taking over his position and that it's only been six months and that they shouldn't have done it this Reminds soon. Reminds me a little bit of Sons of Anarchy, too. There was a member who, like, Tig was not going to allow in. And then when they went to jail, he was, like, patched in during that time. So he was able to actually get in the club without takes permission because he was in jail yeah i mean his argument is valid because she is so young and it feels like maybe someone else but for the sake of the show it does feel like there has to be this rough dynamic because at the beginning of the show we're seeing her fight with him and he's making the right call and she's she's about to leave the hospital because of it she like wants to like go off and split away from her dad Mm -hmm. but now she's in charge and he wants her to be the her proc 
his proctor for him getting back into medicine because he can't just go right back into it. He's been in a coma. The hospital board has to vote or whatever and sign off on stuff, HR, which I think her mom slash his ex-wife is the person in charge of HR. Oh, okay. So the she mom... has an undefined job, but she definitely works for the hospitals and in charge. So of... she's there. Okay. Yeah, yeah, she's there all the time. So Dr. Sam accepts to be in the proctor, sort of like in Lennox Hill when the guy had a tumor in his head. Uh, and then he wanted to come back after he'd had surgery on it. And they just watched him a few times and, and made sure that he was still good with You're surgery. You're talking about the one, the one, the tumor like kept going back, that guy? Uh, no, he, he had like part of his jaw removed, I think, oh, as well. Oh, okay. Yeah, and then yeah. by the end, they were showing that he was still successful in doing surgeries. Um, and that's just it in real life. But in this, obviously, the dad isn't going to be really snarky to his daughter and still an asshole to her. And so with this new patient, Julio, who she expects to have endocrine or she suspects that that's what it is, which is a connection of your teeth to your heart and how that, that, there can be an infection. So whenever you go into your dentist and you see those posters on the wall, it was really cool to finally see that played out on the screen. That'd be part of this, this show that I liked was the medical aspect of it because it doesn't end up being endocarditis, but they keep on trying to find out what's going on. Like his heart just keeps on eating itself. So right? not to take away from that, but whose side are you on? Are you on uh, like the daughter's side or the father's side? Cause you said you understand where he's coming from. Only in the fact that they promoted her, everything else. He's just like really mean about stuff. Like he okay. doesn't have the same gravitas or the same charm that house does over time, but maybe that's just because it's only been an episode. Yeah. Anyways, the, the patient, let's concentrate yeah. on him, Julio. He's got like a herpes lip, right? It's got, and uh, and he didn't want his wife to see it. And then when she did, she punched him and that's what caused him to lose a tooth. And that's what started all these like things. And so just like House, Dr. Griffith is, or the old Dr. Griffith, because they're both technically Dr. Griffith. He presumes that there was just like, that's herpes, that that's all the thing is. And she's like, no, 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 no. I'm going to do the bedside manner thing. And I'm going to work hard and find out we've been looking in the wrong place the whole time. Like that type of thing. Right. Yeah, and that's right. exactly what happens. Uh, then they think it's lupus. It's not lupus. Finally, they find out by the end of the show that it's also a very interesting diagnosis, which makes me think maybe for the pilot, they just went out of their way to try to find very interesting things well, because I had actually heard of this before. It's a parasite from Rio, but we also have them in Arizona. They're called the kissing bugs and they're very scary because I've seen one before. The and they're also, bugs? yeah, what they do is they wait for you to fall asleep. Then they like bite you in your sleep and on your lips or something. That's why it's called the kissing bug or the vampire bug. Then it poops on that bite and you get infected with this bacteria parasite or something. And then it causes a chaga disease and it kills you right it kills you basically if they're carrying the parasite that causes that then yeah you'd be in some trouble especially if they can't diagnose you quick enough so that was the problem here is once they realized what it was and the way they realized it was that she figured out that he was in rio like i said yeah. but um and she only found that out because of her bedside manner so that was supposed to be the big reveal there uh was it like a flashback like they showed you that he said the rio thing like no it was to show that like if the dad had had his way he never would have figured it out because okay. he doesn't sit there and talk to his patients just like house anyways the dad's like it's too late he's dead call it and the other one's like no put him on the heart transplant list and so that's what they do and then instantly there's a heart available which is very rare right yeah, it was it was a hollywood drama for you so they bring in the heart and then they realize the heart's too small they just then realized well that's why it was available is because it was a teeny teeny heart um, and so then the surgical team's there and they're like what do we do and then she calls in her dad again who this is the biggest twist of the ending part was that she had basically distanced herself from him because she found out at the very end that her best friend one of the residents who she'd been confiding to the entire time that that person was actually sleeping with her dad <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> or had been before he got shot. Was that Dr. Lex truly? Yes. So She's from Chilean Adventures of Sabrina. Huh. Okay. But anyway, so she calls her dad back in and he's like, why am I here? And she's like, you're the only one who's ever merged two hearts before in the surgery and done it like correctly. You're one of the only people. You got to talk me through it. And so it's like heterotrophic surgery. And that's what they do at the end. And it takes them two minutes, even though heart surgery should take hours upon hours, you'd think. But no, they're done in two minutes. Don't look any worse for wear from it. They come out. It's been a success. The end of the episode. She's like, I'll proctor you, but we're done being parent kid. You're not my dad anymore. Oh, that wow. That's a- <laughs> yeah, snarkiness, which I understand in these shows that like hospital workers aren't robots and that they have personalities and some are narcissists. But, like, the amount of passive-aggressive ones that are always shown, always, yeah. in these type of TV shows, it's just it's just ridiculous, and it gets tiresome. The show as a whole isn't bad. I would give it probably a 7 out of 10 if I was just, like, if this was the first medical show that I'd watched before. Probably 6 out of 10 if you compare it to, like, everything so else that's out normal. there. So it's just normal. It's just basically middle of the road. Yeah, but that's all that it really needs to be in order to pass, especially with uh, Sophia Bush leading it because she's had her own shows in the past she came from um not only being a cheerleader but she's she was also a police officer right in yeah Chicago the, PD. yeah i mean she was pretty vocal about why she left and she wasn't planning on going back to tv but she read the pilot for this and the thing that struck her was she wanted to be a heart surgeon when she went to college she even i think studied in med so she was like oh they want a heart surgeon i can be the main character so this is like a dream project but usually I mean? surgical residents and surgery just as in general aren't the people who diagnose the emergency room issue. Right, there'd be... Like, they would be referred to them once the diagnosis had been made. Like, okay, now we're going to send you to a heart surgery because it's specific to this issue. So she's just a super doctor. But it's just very... Yeah, it's weird how her team is kind of like houses where they seem to do a bit of everything, but yet they still consider themselves residents in surgery. And also, the residents that House had, I don't even think that they were. I think they were just super good doctors. I don't think he was doing a residency program. I think they were just like his team of doctors. Does that yeah, make sense? Yeah, I mean, yeah. I, I so, so, like, there's a lot of characters that we don't even get to talk about too much in this show. Like, there's Joey, there's Isan, there's Vivian who was the divorced wife. She probably had the most out of those three that were talked about. And they'll have their time. Their time will come. Was there a Caleb Tucker? Caleb is the one who's, who she was with oh, okay. and then broke up. And then at the very end, he was like, I broke up with you too fast. And it was just very tough on me and blah, 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 right. blah. Right. The creator, Katie Walsh, has worked on Oh, oh, I didn't. Sorry. Yeah, Last yeah. character, there was Malcolm Kingsley. He's also going to be part of that. Like, he wants to date her as well. So it's going to be Caleb, Malcolm Kingsley, and uh, Dr. Sam. And... Uh, <laughs> They're going to be, like, trying to figure out which yeah, one she's going to end up with. Okay. He is one of the donor's kids who is actually the director of finance in the hospital. And that's basically what we've learned. And he has a familiar face. Like, I think I've seen him in something else before. But So you think the cast of characters, though, could, like, actually come out to something good if they really work on it? Do I see potential in the show? Yeah. Sure. I don't see the medicine part of it getting much better, though. I think I got the best of what it has. I mean, yeah, Katie Walsh, she's worked on things like Rosalian Isles, BH90210, Jane the Virgin, and Jonas Brothers, the 3D concert experience. And... Oh, so what you would know her. <laughs> and then Jenny Snyder Ehrman worked on shows like, uh, she's the other creator, worked on shows like Gilmore Girls and the Charmed Reboot. So they've worked on shows with female-centric characters for, but Sophia Bush said that she was also able to get through like 10 pages of script a day with this show, which to me seems kind of fast because it's supposed to be like 13 episodes this season. It's not a cable show so it makes sense plus it's like 40 minutes an episode and they're on cbs so i'm assuming more than like well it's is it half a season because it's a it's a mid-season replacement 
Uh, yeah, I mean, it was whole, it was held over from last year's pilot season due to Jane the Virgin being unable to film amid the pandemic. Okay. So I think that the pilot might have even been shot before the whole entire lockdown happened. So there's going to be a big age jump. They should have, yeah. Re- I mean, they should have redone the six months past part of it afterwards so that it would have looked like actually six <laughs> months had passed. Well, when the show aired, it, it apparently got strong praise. But as of now, it had like 40% on Rotten Tomatoes, a 6.4 on IMDb. It's pretty basic. It's pretty basic. Yeah. I mean, like the Hollywood Reporter said, the first episode feels like it's trying to clash. Griff and Sam playing up the drama of oh, their 100%. rift. Setting the whole thing to a piano-heavy classical rift. <laughs> nah. The the thing about their relationship, though, is that he caused her heart accident. Whatever it was, the accident which caused her to have knee heart surgery. But instead of feeling guilty about it, he feel, he just feels like he should be tough on her. And that, like, it, it wasn't really... I, I He knows it was his fault, but they're, they're trying to make it so that it's going to take him a while before he's going to become, like, a good dad. Oh, okay. But eventually he... I assume will be maybe at the end of the first season. They're still filming. It would have been interesting if they killed him off and then just had him as a ghost in her background for a really long time. But I think shows have done that in the past. That sounds like a hit monkey. (laughs) No, well, yeah, it does sound like hit monkey. But I think they also made in the last episode Good Doctor. I haven't watched the series, but I do know they brought one person back as a ghost. Yeah, well, like I said, it's still being filmed. October eighteenth is when it like started again, and it's supposed to conclude in March of twenty twenty two. With I think the finale being airing in like May or something like. Like I still don't understand why it's called Good Sam. Like her name is Sam Griffiths. It's about a show of her and her dad being like well, I think like you said, they're trying to get on the good doctor. But it's just so like why? Good. I get it. She's supposed to be the good guy, and he's sort of supposed to be the dick. But like Good Sam, it just it's not really a so you do. Title. So what, what would be? A I have a problem name? with the title. What, what would be a better name for the show? <laughs> I don't then? know. I don't know. But just uh, Sam, like there's <laughs> only like that. Doctor Sam, maybe. Doctor Sam sounds like Doctor Mike. <laughs> or Dr. Phil. Like, I can see why they didn't do that. Or Dr. Oz. Like, you can't just do Dr. Blah, blah, blah anymore because uh, there are just too many of those. But um, good, Sam. Like, if all the doctor shows now just say good, whatever. Some reviews agree with you where they're saying that the medical side of it is actually really good, but that it shouldn't focus so much on the rift between the two of them. Because when but the rift, the rift does have a connection. Like, if you saw the beginning part where she was upset with her dad, like, they have somewhat similar characteristics. Like, with him... She works on a smart board. He works on a whiteboard, like House did. And he really wanted his whiteboard. So he goes fishing for it and finds it and then brings it out. It's like, <laughs> I'm going to play with my whiteboard now. He also is not afraid to question authority. The, the funny thing is now the authority is his daughter. So it's like they were both having no issue, like kind of challenging each other. So that's cool to at least see that connection. But the difference is he's not afraid to put his patient through the ringer and kind of like mistreat them almost. Kind of like House was where he was using them sort of as a, a test rat right. in order just to see what works in order to find out the mysteries like end as opposed to her who's who's supposed to be the good guy. And it's like if Cuddy in House had a TV show because she was supposed to be that alter ego to House. So, right. so And also, in-house, he had an ex-wife in, like, the first seasons that he would insult her by insulting who she chose to get married to after him. And that's exactly what this doctor did to Vivian. He, Dr. Griffiths was always saying, like, yeah, he's uh, he said something about her partner. And then she was like, really? You're going to go after him? And he was like, yeah. So House is like Jason Isaacs, and you're saying part of House's team is like Sam. No, it's character. like they went in there and they were like, we can't just pitch this on it just being about a good doctor. Because there needs to be that twist. So first we're going to give her this heart past thing with, and then we're going to put a dad that just like holds it, it, make her have daddy issues with this person who's still in her life. So that was, that was that. And then we're going to cast him basically as just a mold of the dick doctor that we've all come to grow and love through these other TV shows. Again, you get the picture. That's basically the review for this first episode. 
Tell me, is there anything else that you learned in the research that I should be aware of? Well, when it aired on Wednesday, it got like 2.6 million viewers, which is way below where it was supposed to get. Ooh. Like it, it under. It'll need to like jump up. Yeah. Maybe if it had a better title. <laughs> Thanks for listening. We'll see you on the next one. Peace. Bye. Bye.